We are at war. We're at a political and ideological war. You can say anything else you want about it, but we're at war. The annual political conference is attended by conservative activists and elected officials from across the U.S. and beyond. And Joe, I just I have no words. Uh, I, I have I have no words. Uh, and Ted Cruz's language I, 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 in I the age words. of mass shootings. Yeah, please take it away. I, I have a few words for what we just heard. It is a fat, bloated uh 1977-era-style Elvis routine, playing hits from the past, half-hearted, half-assed, and the audience is just there going through the motions. (laughs) Look at that. It's just pathetic, and it's sad. And here's a guy who, who, after he passed the grossest tax cut package ever for the richest billionaires and multinational corporations in the world, he flew down to Mar-a-Lago, that night and said to his billionaire friend sitting around his table, I just made all of you a lot richer today. And I, I, I think most working class Americans, most middle class Americans are really glad that some of the, that, that the, the very pieces of legislation that he helped pass, the tax bill he helped pass, the provisions, that allowed the biggest multinational corporations in the world to pay zero in taxes. Uh, those bills got stripped. As far as Steve Bannon goes, yeah, we mm. are at war. We are at war politically with guys like Steve Bannon, uh, 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 freedom-loving Americans, Americans who believe in the Constitution. Steve Bannon's a guy who said his hero is Vladimir Putin. Said before he even got into the Trump White House, he wanted to tear everything down. He wanted to tear the state down. He wanted to destroy the state. He said that before Donald oh. Trump was sworn into office. And well, that's exactly what he tried to do. Coming up, it was a weekend of. Morning, Mika gives us the big sigh. It's uh, Monday, 8 August, year of ruler 2022, right off of CPAC. We're going to get to all that uh, momentarily, uh, but we've got a lot of work to do today and a lot to break down. We've got uh, Eric Prince, Steve Moore, John Fun, Steve Cortez, Mike Lindell, and the great Royce White is going to join us in a pack show. Plus more, we're trying to get Joe Kent updated what's happening up in Washington 3. He's going to win. Kerry Lake, I think, is going to win by 5 or 6 as we, uh, I think they got 97% of the vote counted. Um, we're firing off the football after CPAC, but we have to take care of important work today. We're honored to have Alex Jones Join us from InfoWars. Alex Jones is one of the field commanders in this war. He's head of I-Corps, InfoWar Corps. Uh, Alex, thanks for joining us. I know you've got a lot going on in your life and a lot to do today, but I had to, I thought it was very important for the War Room uh, posse and our audience and the Vanguard, all the cadres, to hear from you directly because I can't make head nor tails of, of the media coverage, uh, to be honest. Um, just number one, with all the travails you have, they're, they're talking about these bankruptcies and the and you got these lawsuits and you have apologized and you, you know you said you 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 were wrong, you apologized, but they're coming at you in nine different ways. The question I think most people have when I was at CPAC is: Alex Jones still going to be at the forefront? You got this amazing new book coming out, The Great Reset and the War for the World, which is a seminal work. And my question to you for our audience, what everybody asked me at CPAC, is Alex Jones not simply is he all right and doing okay, but is he still going to be in one of the lead tanks, Mr. Alex Jones? I will never give up. I will never sell out, but I could give out just like anybody could if if we don't have support, if people don't visit InfoWars.com, if they don't share the show, if they don't share the articles from band.video or our forbidden videos are, uh, then yes, we will be shut down. But I'd like to be able to give your huge audience a, a basic breakdown of where we're at. I've never been profit-driven. Uh, the media puts out all these giant numbers of hundreds of millions of dollars. That's not true. That's just completely made up. That's over many, many, many years how, how many gross products we've sold being self-funded, but anybody that sells products online knows that on average you make 30%, 40% on a product. So, yeah, they can use a number of you know, five, six years and say, wow, $165 million, and then they tell the jury he's got $165 million. And so what they did is the Democratic Party 
did opposition research, obviously, on Trump when he was about to win the election in 2016. Hillary did big ad buys, taking edited tapes of me out of context, questioning Sandy Hook years before. Very small part of whatever did, less than one-tenth of one percent. They then ran national TV ads against Trump with that. And then once Trump still got in, they continued to attack Trump by misrepresenting me and, and then also claiming that I was Trump's brain, where, where everybody knows Trump's brain is his brain. If anybody was Trump's brain, it was Steve Bannon. I mean, so you'd be like a 500-pound brain, and, and I'd be like a 10-pound brain when it came to actually influencing Trump, and then Trump's the 50,000-pound brain when it comes to who runs Trump's mind. But hang on, but you've always been like, if you think of military, you've always been like force recon, or you've been like LERP, long-range patrol. You've always been out ahead of cutting, you know, cutting through bushwhacking through uh and laying out the tracks and the trails for where the narrative then the big narrative engine comes in back of it so it's obvious why they're coming after you 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 your years your 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 months are years ahead particularly on things like transhumanism and the great reset we'll get to all that right which they all say hey this guy's a crank it's all conspiracy theory and then when you start to all the pieces start to fall in place it becomes self-evident it turns out that, that well, you're absolutely right. right. You're absolutely right. And that that's a, so you're you're equivalent in a military context of like the you know Merrill's Marauders, right? You're the guy always out at the very tip, right? Always at Rogers Rangers. American history is replete with these patriots that have gone out in advance with no backup and could have lines of communications cut. What they've done, what they're trying to do, is cut your line of communication back to the uh, to 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 the critical mass that can support you. Is that going to work? Are they going to break you, Alex Jones? Because, listen, this is not about, and I'm not getting to the details of Sandy Hook. And I, you, You've dealt with that. You're dealing with those parents. You're in a court of law. My point is it's it's bigger than that. They're, they're trying to break you as a man, and they're trying to break your incredible organization. Well, that's exactly what happened. We reached 87 million different IP addresses logged into InfoWars the week of the election 2016. So that really scared the establishment when InfoWars was the biggest media outlet for just a week or so in the world. It was huge before. And so they began the deplatforming and they admitted that we're going to do this to everybody after they don't stand up for Jones, after they don't stand up for Assange. The Wall Street Journal even reported in, in 2017, we're going to then be able to shut everybody else down. And so now these Democrat Party funded law firms in Connecticut and Texas, same ones that bankrupted Remington, have been massively suing me for four years. We gave them all the discovery. And when what they wanted wasn't there, they had both judges in Austin and in Connecticut rule that I was defaulted. Then, at the trial, the first of three that ended last Friday, she would not let us put on evidence. She would only let us uh, ask questions uh, of their witnesses. And I was allowed to be asked questions. That was it. And then... They wouldn't let me talk about my net worth, even though I had a sworn declaration of bankruptcy under federal law, penalty of perjury, there with the bankruptcy lawyer, one of the most respected in Texas, who's worked with some of the biggest companies in the world, ready to show that I don't have but a couple million dollars in a house. They said, no, you can't testify, and then let their expert get up there with no evidence to claim I have $270 million and all this incredible lies, and then their lawyers, in closing, said to the jury, you notice he didn't put on any evidence that he doesn't make all these hundreds of millions of dollars because he does take away $150 million. Well, they gave him 40-something million in punitive damages on top of the four-something million uh, in actual damages. It's all capped in Texas. Both those are capped together at less than $6 million. The issue is they've got two more show trials coming up. And again, she found me guilty beforehand, so they fully weaponized the judiciary. So that's where this is going. But the answer to will InfoWars continue on? I will never give up. Our support base in many ways is greater than ever. There are great people like yourself and countless others like Jack Posobiec and Charlie Kirk and, I mean, you name it, uh, of conservative populist leaders. Uh, Mike Cernovich have, have come out and said, this is the model for everybody. But it's not just our opinion now. In their closing arguments, and these videos are all over the place. I've got a video that lays it all out at the top of band.videos where people go to find the forbidden videos. Just the word band, dot, and then video. And you will see uh, the top video up there about the info war, never submitting, never backing down. But we have clips of their lawyers saying, quote, 
We're going to take him out. You're going to take his megaphone. You're going to shut him down. And once we shut him down, we're going to shut down all the other disinfo people. And then the New York Times, the Washington Post, MSNBC, CNN, all this weekend came out and said, this is the model. And now that we're shutting down Jones, which they're not, we're now going to get, and they name names, Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, Donald Trump. And so I'm very honored to be uh, in the same league, at least in their eyes, with great American patriots like you guys. But this is a declaration of Chinese communist or Venezuelan level censorship and their admission. The judge said an incredible quote. She said, you think you're telling the truth, Mr. Jones, but you're not. You don't know what the truth is. I do. And this court is the truth. True 1984 statements. And so they're so scared of people that can look forward in the future, look at the evidence that's there, and make accurate predictions. They are so scared of the fact that, yes, InfoWars continues to 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 chart their real activities and create a counter-narrative that resonates with the people because it's true, and that's why they want to shut down. It, it, is it the structure of this process? I guess the defamation, is it, is it the structure of the process that you feel limits you from getting what you believe is the in your mind is the truth out, or is it is it the 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 specifics of the judge and her rulings as as she sees fit? Is do you have a like a systemic and structural issue that you're that you're you 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 um, don't think is working? You don't think is fair, or is it just the individual participants, or is it both? It's both. I mean, you know what they do. You're an expert at, at, at studying their operations. And I loved your speech, by the way, at CPAC. I think it was the best speech I've seen given in years where you explain we have an embedded, entitled, deep state bureaucracy that brags they run the country, not the Republican or Democratic Party, not the American people. And so what you have is the big corporate media put out their narrative that I'm not the populist firebrand. I'm not the populist leader energizing Americans against globalism. I'm the mean Sandy Hook man when it's a tiny fraction of what we ever covered, and even that's out of context. So then they have jurisdictions they choose with judge shopping to file the suits. They then default us. They then have the corporate media continue to say that I'm saying Sandy Hook didn't happen. That then taints the jury who's not there to decide if I'm guilty. They're just there to decide how guilty I am. So that's why they're saying this is the model of corrupt weaponized judiciary teamed up with a corporate media with one narrative with plaintiff's lawyers and, and, and now they're saying on whether it's the lawsuits over questioning the election or, or, or whether it's lawsuits over uh, trying to control our border, they are saying that they are now going to take lawfare, not just against the gun manufacturers, as they're now doing, but against every other facet of the American infrastructure. And it's not just that. Continuing to cut off the energy, continuing to cut off the oil drilling, the pipelines, uh, this new package the Democrats uh, just passed and are celebrating that literally shuts down even more of the economy and, and, and hires 80 plus thousand IRS agents, not to target wealthy, powerful leftists, but to target Uber drivers and uh, people delivering pizzas in their own words. So this is a true, brutal globalist establishment trying to break small businesses, trying to hurt the average person, trying to drive us into collapse, the cloud and proven program of the Great Reset to crash things by design so we'll accept the world ID, the global social credit score, the global carbon tax, and then finally the universal basic income so they can dictate every facet of your life through that social credit score and through that universal basic income. That's the holy grail. And now we see CBS, NBC, ABC, every channel flooding the uh, the airwaves with take microchips under your skin to buy and sell. It's, it's better than a smartphone. Everybody needs a microchip. So they, they really are bringing this beyond 1984 slash Brave New World into reality. You will eat bugs. You will like it. We will ban the cows. We will ban the farming. We will pay farmers to sell their farms to Bill Gates. This is a corporate takeover of human civilization right now. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. I-Corps Commander, Infowar Commander Alex Jones is with us. He's explained the Kafkaesque nightmare that he's currently in, and he's not going to give up, not going to back off. Attack, attack, attack. He's on offense. Okay, short commercial break. Alex Jones on the other side in the war room. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP.
You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. I got to tell you, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, the left and the mainstream media are going to have to sit there and we've got to force them to respond to this book. This book is that important. Alex Jones cuts to the heart of the matter. If you compare the finest, and I'm telling you, you take MIT Technology Review, you take Science, take all these magazines and journals, add the electronic part of it, and, and you know, NPR, PBS, all of it, I'll take, I'll match up and I will go through and we'll do what Alex Jones put out there versus what your collective body has put out there. And if you're a sentient human being and just watching it, you say, well, God, Alex Jones was ahead of this. Not only that, he kind of explained it. They're just in this huge revolution against choice and free will and normal technological development and adoption of technology that empowers humanity. Instead, they want adoption of technology, forced adoption, world IDs, global social credit scores, carbon taxes that, that dominate and monitor every facet of our lives. You make the case of what the, not just the new world order is, but using this great reset to really take up their whole idea of control and authoritarianism. They have decided to trigger a controlled collapse and then bring in a new dark age to control the general public where they will be in their Elysium fields. There is no new technology coming in. They're blocking that. And so really they're just imploding things under the cloud pivot model to show that they can get that control over us. Alex Jones cuts to the heart of the matter. He has presented tons of valid evidence and facts that I think have been really, really important to raising consciousness to what the sort of technocratic global elite really want to do. The true thing that you've done, which is stunning, if you look at the evidence of that and the facts, you are one of the great thinkers of this. That is very rare. You've got to go back almost to the revolutionary generation and see that. This book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, I'm telling you, everybody in America, the people that hate Alex Jones the most have to read this book. This is no beach read. You're not going to be flipping pages here. You're going to be having a pen out. And you're going to be underlying stuff. It, it's amazing. The Great Reset and the War for the World by Alex Jones. Available now at Amazon and InfoWarsStore.com. It's very important we make this book number one for many reasons. One, it's a must read. And I, I tell you, you should buy a copy for the people out there that tell you the most that Alex Jones is a crank, a wingnut, a uh, blowhard. Uh, read this book. As people know, I'm a voracious reader, and uh, this is not intellectual slumming. This is a very heavy book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. And and just to give you some evidence, look what happened over the weekend on this, you know, the mini Build Back Better, whatever you want to call this fiasco. Alex said in the first segment, you know, there's another, what, 60, 70, 80,000 IRS and goons to, to go after Uber drivers and entrepreneurs, and they they wave just to make sure you understand how in your face this is. Cinema comes in and they took out the carried interest tax. Any tax on the wealthy at all, any enforcement on the wealthy. But they have this whole thing and this whole charade. And they go this whole. And Joe Manchin says, you know, the one reason I got back involved in this is I want to get the carried interest that the hedge fund managers and Larry Fink and all these guys have to pay their fair share. 
which is to pay ordinary income on income and not capital gains. So that you, you schmucks out there, right? You, you hobbits, you pay the marginal tax rate of ordinary income. They pay capital gains and they pocket the rest. And it's hundreds of billions of dollars, hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars right in their pockets. That's why Greenwich, Connecticut's so, so overwhelmingly in Palm Beach and uh, in the Hamptons, in the Upper East Side, in the Upper West Side. They, but they take that out. They take out all the provisions, and the media virtually does not cover it over the weekend. Yet the IRS agents get in there. So if you don't believe Alex Jones, you don't believe the great research, you don't believe all the analyses he's put forward, just look at just see what you see. Just look at it, Alex Jones. Alex, one thing I want to ask you before we get onto the Great Reset, because I want to get into the work at hand, because the question is, is Alex Jones still going to be in the lead tank, right? That, that's the question. That's why they're trying to destroy the tank and destroy you. One of the well, things I found exactly... disturbing. I, yeah, yeah, but I just got, I, one of the things most disturbing of what came out last week, and I want you to set this right with the audience because they're going to try to get you every which way, is this whole thing with your phone and particularly your text messages and their quote-unquote Perry Mason moment, right? Uh, walk, us, walk us through that so the audience understands what exactly went on and, and see how the media uh, portrayed this, sir. Well, we now know that they've been planning this for a while, and it, it got more attention than, than Hunter Biden's laptop got all during the... 2020 election, which corporate media and big tech was able to suppress. And so they build it as Hunter Biden's laptop for Republicans or conservatives. And they instantly said the January 6th committee wants it. It's two years. It's a whole phone. It's going to have uh, Roger Stone and Steve Bannon and Donald Trump and how they all coordinated this attack. Well, guess what? That day, we went into the files, looked at what had been given to them when the, my Connecticut lawyers on Sandy Hook had a joint agreement with my Texas lawyers, they'd sent them the whole Connecticut case. So this was stuff I'd already given to my lawyers. So they're saying I'm trying to suppress and not give over evidence, so I'm defaulted. Then there is no evidence, and then an intern or one of the paralegals, they're still trying to figure out who, when they were searching my phone two and a half years ago, they left a few months in there of raw stuff and had already turned that over to Connecticut. And so when they sent the file back, uh, and we were still, even up to trial, turning over stuff to the other side saying we did comply with discovery because we wanted to be able to bring this in, there was a few months at the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020 of some text messages. We went through them, nothing embarrassing, nothing bad. Uh, and so that's the truth. It was not my phone. It was not two years of my phone. It was a year before January 6th, but they're still on CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, on all the channels saying we have Trump now, we have Steve Bannon now, we have them, we know they were coordinating at the Willard. I wish I would have seen you at the Willard, never met you in person, wish I would. Uh, there, there were no war rooms. When they say there's a war room, it's because you were doing your show, The War Room, and, and, and so they play these games. Was there a Willard Hotel war room? No. Was Steve Bannon doing a show called The War Room? Yes. Did Alex Jones's phone get turned over? No. Did a little group of text that a paralegal forgot to erase inside a larger file get turned over? Absolutely. Uh, uh, also, along with some of the medical records of some of the Sandy Hook families from our depositions. So that shouldn't have been turned over to the Texas lawyers either. So it was a screw-up by this paralegal, who I'm told is getting the ax. I'm sad for him, but they made a big mistake. But it's not what they said it was. Talk to us about this. So where where do you go from here? How, how do you, how do you how do you not allow that to suck up all your spirit, your time, your focus, and you're still Alex Jones in the lead tank? Uh, you know, not just barreling through, but cutting through the underbrush to kind of be one of the leaders, intellectual leaders, uh, and action leaders of this movement. Well, I've said this on my own show, but I'm. So censored. Only folks that go to Infowars.com can see it or hear it or band out video. We also have a lot of radio stations across the country. But I know your show is very influential. Got massive response when I was on a few weeks ago, Steve. Thanks for that. And if I could just clear something up, I'd love to do it now. Everybody's asking, are we going under? Are we going to close our doors? And the answer is, I'm going to have to make bond on this uh, judgment, which is only half of my net worth. The problem is my net worth is less than $5 million. 
And then they're going to have another kangaroo trial in a few months in Austin. It'll probably be even worse. I'll have to then give half of my net worth then. Luckily, the net worth's going down to almost zero. That's okay. Then they hold, have hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're breaking some news here. The trials ahead of us, in your belief, and your lawyer's belief, are going to be worse than what we just saw, the next Texas trial in Connecticut. You believe the worst is yet to come? The same judge who's a Soros-funded SJW who on her own Facebook has has pink and blue hair with, with uh, trans flags and stuff, this same super leftist elected judge just got in office a couple years ago. The other judge retired. She took over. He was almost as bad. Judge Jenkins was replaced with Judge Guerra Gamble, who is literally a Soros-funded SJW, just like our district you, attorney you, here. I just, want, I, I, just want, I just want to say, hold it. You don't think she's given? A, you don't think she's con conducted herself and run a fair trial for you as a defendant, sir? She no, no, sir. She found me guilty and then told the jury twenty-four times. This man is guilty. I have found him guilty. And when he says he's innocent, he's a liar. And then she had the jury go out. And she said, you are a liar. You are not innocent. I am the truth. I say you're guilty. Folks, the, the video is incredible. And the left totally celebrated it. So here's what's happening. They gave her both the cases. So I, I, I've been sued by four different Sandy Hook parents, two different couples. So the first was... Heslin and Scarlett Lewis never said their name until the trial. Never said their name. Under Texas law, you're not supposed to be able to sue somebody unless you say their name. These judges didn't care. So it's going up on appeal. Now there's another case. Uh, Posner and De La Rosa, who were married, never said her name. I've said his name a few times. Now I've said her name. They are suing me. That trial is in two months. That's why I declared bankruptcy, because I can't finance two, three trials at once. They were going to have this one that just ended, with Connecticut already going this week, and then in about a month, another Texas case run by the same judge. Then the judge in Connecticut is the head state judge they chose for this. She chose to take the case. She's the one that bankrupted Remington and didn't give them a fair trial and, and, and pushed them into what they had to do. And so, yes, they have a triple hit trying to shut me down. But the good news is this. The protection of bankruptcy will allow this place to operate to, in the future, try to pay our debt to them. But InfoWars operates at the point of almost insolvency because of all these lawsuits and deplatforming. I have spent the $10 million I had saved over the years as an emergency backup in the last year keeping this place going. So I'm giving folks a real God's honest prognosis, uh, you know, medical assessment of InfoWars. We are lean, we're mean, we're battle-hardened, but we are down to our last provisions. We are holding on. We believe we'll have the money to pay for the bonds uh, for the two Texas cases. Uh, there will be no bond when they find me guilty uh, in Connecticut. Alex, can, can, we, can we hold you through uh, another second? Please. i got to get into the book. Please. Okay, fine. The great Alex Jones, I-Corps commander in the field army of truth, sticks in the war room back in a moment. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today.
War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Alex, here's the question. If the worst is yet to come, because last week looked pretty, you know, that looked pretty rough. If the worst is yet to come, how does info, even though you're battle-hardened, you guys are lean, you run a great operation in there, you get incredible people, very obviously very dedicated. Um, how do you get through this? I mean, how do you get through this without them breaking you? Well, again, it's really up to the listeners and viewers to keep you on the air, to keep us on the air, and to defend American patriots that have been standing up for the American people, the American way of life, but but also just freedom worldwide. And so we have a plan to stay on air. We're going to stay on air. And there's been such a rallying by great folks like yourself and so many others that I think the average populist, the average nationalist knows they're coming for all of us and that InfoWars is seen by the bad guys as the tip of the spear. And so we need to be supported. And that's why when you said earlier it was so true, if we can send the Great Reset and the War for the World that really is an extremely powerful book on the globalist takeover and how to stop them. This is like the plans to the Death Star. This is how to stop the UN and the Chicoms and the technocrats and the, and the Bill Gateses of the world. If people get the Great Reset, if they share it, if they make it number one, that sends a very strong cultural message to the establishment that we're winning. So there is a rallying around happening. Newtonian physics shows us for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. So as long as we don't give up, the globalists are going to fail. The Democratic but, Party is falling apart. Make make the case, make the case, not just to your listeners and fans, and not to that part of the war room that already knows Alex Jones and goes to Infowars and and and, and, and respects your, your journalism and, and your thinking. Make the case to people who either are not that familiar with your thinking or when they hear their name, they hear your name, they just hear what they've heard in the media that you're a terrible person. You've destroyed families. You're, I think there was an article today headed that, you know, you're, you're one of the worst people on earth of, of hurting people. Make the case of those people why this book, why this book, uh, you believe the evidence is so important that they read it and, uh, and make themselves and at least allow themselves to have access to this information, sir. Well, that's that's a great question. The reason they misrepresent us and fear us and demonize us is that. I've been studying the globalist plan for a post-industrial world for 28 years that I've been on air. I've known they were building this from their own white papers, their own documents, the Rio de Janeiro meeting that uh, George Herbert Walker Bush ran back in 1992. So we've got their blueprint. That's why they're so scared of us. And people need to actually read what I'm saying and what I actually stand for, not edited clips, and, and then understand why are these anti-American forces so scared of InfoWars and, and Alex Jones and uh, you know, people like Mr. Prince and yourself and so many others? And it's because we're pro-America, we're pro-family, we're pro-God, and we don't want America to be conquered by these multinational corporations that don't share our values. There is a global corporate takeover happening using leftist ideology and wokeism that is literally going to put us into something very similar what people live under in the CCP. And so that's really the choice. And I lay out the choice for people of what future they want to choose. And I teach people they have power and that they can affect change in their daily lives, that they are essential, not non-essential, like the deep state Democrats and, and, and Fauci have been saying. So that's why the Great Reset and the War for the World is so key, because people will then know that there is a war for the world. And knowing that you're in a war, knowing who your enemies are, as G.I. Joe says, is half the battle. Let me leave aside the, the the hurt to the families. That's something you've got to work out with them, right? Uh, the, the the this whole situation and that. Let's let's leave that aside for a second. Given the fact, and particularly when you read this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, it becomes quite evident that we're in a time right now that is one of these what they call hinges of history. Something is happening here that that's uh, that is so important, and the outcome is uncertain. But that on the other side of it, things are going to go in one direction or the other. Do you think the timing of the attacks on you are, are, are because we're at this hinge of history and that you you provide a, a, a vibrant and urgent voice for those that have a specific take on this? 
That's exactly why we're all under attack, because there's a war for the future, a war for the world. We're at a jump point. We're at a crossroads. We're at a fourth turning that you and Klaus Schwab and everybody talks about. There are these points in history, these inflection points, where, like cracking glass, it's, it's, it's going to control how the ripples go out or how you throw the rock in the pond. The rock is now being thrown into the pond, and the way it's thrown in and where it hits is going to then really decide the next several hundred years, because this isn't just one of these societal, political, cultural realignments that come. This is one of the big waves that come. So this is a mega turning. This is a mass turning, and they want to use this time of massive change to make the world in their transhumanist, authoritarian, mad scientist image instead of the image of an open, free society where we decide the future of humanity for what is better for all of us individually and collectively instead of having our collective and individual will taken. The Great Reset is about breaking the social contract that the Western world built, you know, going all the way back to the Crusaders, uh, and then to the Renaissance. It's about taking the last 700 years of the West standing up and saying, we're going to build a better world and reversing that and, and replacing it with this high-tech slavery. In the 28 years you've been doing it, did you ever think we get to a point because the hour is late, but on many levels we are winning. We have an awakening. We have a a populist movement here of of everyday Americans. CPAC, you can see you can see it everywhere. The Trump rallies, the the support for your show, uh, other things that people are awakened and they're engaged and they want to fight. They don't want to back down and they're prepared to commit their life. But in doing this for 28 years, are you concerned that at one level they are winning and that it, it almost looks like it's impossible to turn it around? Are you are you actually optimistic about the future? I am very optimistic. Culturally, societally, populism and common sense is having a huge resurgence. Corporate establishment media is dying. Independent media is exploding. My concern is the corrupt elements of the establishment that are anti-freedom are so scared now that they are escalating controls and escalating divisions so fast and starting wars that are so big and so dangerous that in their attempt to maintain control, they could really bring us into a massive depression or a worldwide war and possibly civilization-ending events, as so many world leaders uh, have been warning. But it's exactly because we're waking up and there is a great renaissance versus their great reset, because there is a great awakening, the power structure is coming down with both feet, and that makes it even more dangerous. But I know in, in my 28 years, We've gone from almost no one knowing about globalism to it now becoming a central political issue from Brazil to the United States to Europe. Uh, and so the fight is now. It's the same unified globalist program, whether you're in Australia or Canada or the U.S. It's the same program of cutting off our energy, dissolving our borders, sexualizing our children. It is a anti-human globalist agenda. Do you think, by the way, obviously they're financially coming after you for your business. Is there any uh, concern? Do you have any concern for your own personal safety? Is there anything that these people, and I'm not talking about the lawsuit and, and the families. That's a, that's a separate topic. I'm talking about, and they're, you know, striving for their day in court and, and their belief, their strong belief that justice will be served from their perspective. I'm talking about the deeper forces or more powerful forces that are after you. Do you are you concerned about your own personal safety? Absolutely, and you know, that's one problem with them burning up all our capital. Is I do need some basic armed security, uh, and I'm also armed myself. But they have sent a lot of crazies after us. I don't like to give it a lot of attention because that encourages them. Uh, but I know you've had a lot of stuff happen. I'm, your guests have had a lot of stuff happen. Anybody in the arena um, has has people coming after him, and I know you don't make a big deal about it, but. It's really important for the listeners to pray and to support not just InfoWars and not just the war room, but all independent media that's telling the truth because this is a war. And because the deep state's losing and because we're beginning to dig them out of their holes and expose them, they are escalating the level uh, of pressure they're putting on us in an attempt to intimidate us. And that's why they want to destroy me is they see me as a populist leader they know we rally a lot of grassroots, and they think if they can shut me down, they will be able to intimidate the grassroots into silencing. But I think they've misjudged the American people, and I think their bullying and intimidation and attacks on me 
have only rallied the American people. So the fight is on. We're in the arena, and things are going to only get more interesting and, quite frankly, more dangerous from here on out. But I know this, Steve. We certainly are not living in boring times. The Great Reset in the War for the World. Uh, Alex, what's the easiest way, the best way uh, for people to get access to this book? They can get signed copies at InfoWarsStore.com, and they can find my films and books and, and T-shirts if they want to support us there at InfoWarsStore.com. But the best place to get it is Amazon.com because the great folks uh, over at Skyhorse wanted to go to number one to make that political statement. And then again, once it goes number one, it will reach potentially millions and millions of people and have a major cultural effect. It's a very powerful book. I'm very, very proud of it. If people want the plans of the Death Star, the plans to the globalist operation, how to stop them, this is it. Are, are there any? Are you going to do any book signings or any events? Anything we get? The book comes out, I think, technically August twenty third. Is that still the date that the actually will be? Probably maybe in independent bookstores, but available on Amazon. You order now, pre order, but it's delivered. Is are there any events you can give people a heads up for that you're going to do any special things that people can look forward to about seeing uh, the rollout of the Great Tony, Reset? Yes, Tony has asked me to do some of those, and I'm more than happy to do those. Uh, again, just because of security issues. I've been out the tip of the spear a lot, uh, but lately we kind of pulled back because we got some threats out there uh, that are, you know, actually trying to take me out of the fight. Because again, what you said earlier is 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 such an important foreshadowing, Steve. Big stuff's coming in the next nine two days before this uh, a, a key midterm, and and then after that, obviously the general election. And so all of us that are at the tip of the spear, have to know that this is a very dangerous time for not just us, but the whole country and the world. And everybody has got to be keeping their head on a swivel right now. Are you concerned about the November 8th elections? Do you do you see things out there that are concerning you about whether we'll have a free and fair election on November 8th? I'm worried that the Biden controllers, the, the third administration of Obama, I'm worried that Obama and his, his people uh, may provocateur some type of big terror attack. They might launch a cyber attack and blame it on the Russians. Uh, they might uh, start a major war. I mean, they're going to have an October surprise or a group of October surprises. You can bet your bottom dollar on it because all the numbers, all the polls show a societal realignment against leftists, against neoliberalism, against Hollywood. Everything Hollywood's doing is turning to crap. Everybody's turning against them, and it's moving faster and faster. Uh, so I don't see them giving up. I see them really trying to pull some major shenanigans. Alex Jones, it's been an honor to have you on here, sir. We know you'll fight on, but uh, Godspeed. Steve, thank you. Please come on my show. Will do. Honored. Okay, Alex thank Jones, you. the great Alex Jones, I Corps commander, InfoWars. Just said, not going to give up, not going to back down. And uh, they are after him, a big league, as President Trump would say. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We're a little jammed up here today. we got some incredible, incredible personnel to come up. Eric Prince, Steve Moore, John Fun, Steve Cortez, Mike Lindell, Royce White. I think we're still trying to track down uh, Tina Peters, maybe Joe, Joe Kent. All of it. We're firing off the football today on the Monday after CPAC. Try to over the day today. Let's talk a little bit about CPAC also. Okay. Stick right there. Be back in a moment. Eric Prince in the war room. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, everybody's got to go to Getter. We're all on there. We're putting up stuff 24 hours a day. You get a much deeper... Uh, even the four hours of the show, you get a much deeper analysis that we connect dots of things on the show, take segments, put up uh, some of the smart pieces up there and try to break them down. So make sure you go to get a simple to use, all free. Just do it today. Uh, this morning, by the way, MyPillow.com, promo code Warm. The great Mike Lindell is going to join us here 
in the second hour with Royce White. We also got Doug Wardlow, who's running for AG Minnesota. Wisconsin, Minnesota tomorrow. We're going to have a whole contingent in the 5 to 7 o'clock block tonight of uh, of candidates running, particularly in Wisconsin, uh, the the folks going after Robin Voss, all of it. We're going to get, uh, I think, the gubernatorial candidate, all the Trump-endorsed candidates. So stay tuned for that. Um, Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. we got all the sales up there. you got the sheet special. you got the slipper special. Go hit the bid over at MyPillow.com. Support the great Mike Lindell. And, of course, your humble servants here at the War Room. I want to bring in Eric Prince. So, Eric, it didn't stop. This morning they announced they're going to continue the exercises. And you know better than anybody, given your, your, your deep understanding of all this, that these are kind of – they're not just exercises. These are almost like preps. Are we looking at, in your opinion – a, a coming naval or air blockade of uh, Silicon Valley West Taiwan, or do you think they're actually prepping e- even more for an amphibious assault, sir? Uh, Steve, uh, one point I want to make uh, on top of uh, Alex's uh, visit last time, when you're going through hell, keep going. So that applies to all your listeners out there, whether it's uh, job uncertainty or whatever, keep going, don't quit. Regarding Taiwan, but by, uh, by the way, by the way, when you're going through hell, as I say, when you're going through hell, go through as fast as possible. Just put your head down and keep burning through. And so that's why I think it's that's a great guidance for for Alex and his team. Yep. Uh, look, when it comes to Taiwan, I think this is a large rehearsal. I don't see them trying to do a full on blockade now. Uh, the most important thing for Xi politically is to get reelected to a third and lifetime term, uh, which. He will attempt to do this October. Eric, 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 how can he do that if the if the foreign devils, if the foreign devils, and particularly Nancy Pelosi, have 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 uh, have called his bluff, and she's going to visit the most high-ranking government official since Newt Gingrich has gone and visited Taiwan? How could how could the PLA generals around him and these young colonels sit there and go, "This guy, th- he's just"? You agree? This is a full loss of face. He can do all the exercises and send all the jets into airspace and, and, and intimidate the Australians and intimidate the China, the Japanese in the East China Sea. But is this, in your understanding of Oriental culture, a massive loss of face for Xi and his faction? Uh, it is certainly not what they were looking for, but they desperately, uh, you know, you see the temper tantrum with lining up the tanks on the beach in Xiamen straight across the straits uh, from Taiwan. They will come into a weather block, which is problematic. Once they pass October, uh, not the time to do an amphibious operation. An airborne invasion, hardest thing in the world. Uh, amphibious invasion, second hardest. It's not the way I would try to premiere the, the PLA's efforts to take Taiwan by, by trying that. I think this is, a, this is an intelligence bonanza, being able to see the telemetry, the accuracy, uh, of all these missiles they've been firing, where they're launching from, of course. Uh, so I'm certain that the, the U.S. and uh, the Japanese are collecting a lot of data on that. Uh, I, again, I don't see them trying to enact a, a blockade now, but I can see them doing something by May. By next May is kind of when invasion starts of when they would have good enough weather to conduct those operations uh, to try to make it happen. I, I, I Eric Prince, uh, hold, 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 hang on. Before we get to that, is the com- com- combination of the J- Japanese Defense Force, the Taiwan Navy and military, and our beloved Historic Seven Fleet, as you see it now, and you you are watching minutely these exercises going on by the combined arms of the PLA and the Chinese Navy. Do you believe that th- that combination of JDF Taiwan and the United States Seventh Fleet? Could they thwart an air or naval blockade or an airborne assault or amphibious assault if it was to occur in the next 30 days, sir? In the next 30 days, uh, we would see a lot of movement of more troops. Remember how much staging and logistics it took to get the, uh, the Normandy invasion staged in southern UK uh, along the coast of England. That was months and months and months in the making. We would see that kind of movement of loading them onto amphibious vessels already. So I don't see that happening. I don't see an amphibious invasion happening now. An air blockade, a naval blockade, sure, the U.S. and the Japanese could prevent it, but it's going to require kinetic operations, and that would result in full-on war. I want to make the point, again, in keeping with what Alex said previously, 
uh, I heard a, uh, a, a dear and uh, very credible friend that had obtained some translated speeches of Xi Jinping that were never released to the public. And the globalists try to paint uh, Xi Jinping as a very practical, very uh, pragmatic guy. He just wants trade, all the rest. And in this speech, Xi Jinping said, we're going to realter, reorganize the, the Westphalian order of nations and reorganize it into something that China controls to effectively sinicize the world. It was the most alarming speech, the most frank and accurate speech I've ever I've ever heard, which which clearly paints a picture uh, that we do not want to be governed in any way, shape or form by the Chinese Communist Party. Do you believe that that his intention is? To, I take it this speech was recent. I think I know what you're talking about. Do you believe that they they that he's working on a program now that will really kick off when he's named Emperor for Life? Because that's what he's trying to do in November at the 20th Party Congress is to be no, named Emperor for Life. By the way, Eric, can you stay through the break? And I understand we got other guests backed up. We're going through some juggling here. It's so important. Do you believe, Eric? And I'll get your answer on the other side. That this real onslaught. Not just the one belt, one road, not what he's done to date, not the made in China 2025, but that we're going to slip from hybrid warfare, from cyber and information and economic, that we're going to slide to another phase of actual kinetic war. We're going to ask Eric Prince that for the answer. We're going to take a short commercial break, only 90 seconds, I think, here. Uh, we're going to come back with the second hour. We've got, still got Steve Moore's analysis of this disastrous tax increase bill. You're going to get the details. John Fund on, are we going to have a free and fair election in November? Steve Cortez is going to join us. Mike Lindell is here to make a very special announcement all next hour in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. War Room Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. <laughs> 